Surf City, it's so good to be with you yet again, another time, hallelujah, hallelujah. I thought I, I preached too long the last time, so I don't know if you're going to have me back, but here I am today, hallelujah, and I'm glad to be here, and I brought my wife, my bride of 30 years. She's been hanging with me for about 34 years. And we've been married for 30 years. Put your hands together for my beautiful wife, Paula Brown. I bring you greetings from Kingsway Community Life Center, where we love you back to life and destiny. It's good to be with you today. I want you to put your hands together and honor your pastors. Come on, honor them today. Beautiful pastor Andrew and Chantel. Clap your hands and give the Lord praise for them today. And as you get ready to go into a week of revival and fasting and prayer, I just want to bring a short word. Everybody say short word, <laughs> if you know me. Anyhow, um, if you have your Bibles with you, please turn to Acts chapter 16, uh, verse... We're going to go from verse 23 downwards. In fact, we're going to go from about... Hmm, we're going to read from about verse 16. I'm an old school preacher. I like to read the word. Is that okay? I like context. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord says, Now it happened as we went to prayer that a certain slave girl possessed with a spirit of divination met us, who brought her masters much profit by fortune-telling. Verse 17, this girl followed Paul and us and cried out saying, these men are the servants of the most high God who proclaim to us the way of salvation. And this she did for many days, but Paul greatly annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out of her that very hour. But when her masters saw that their hope of profit was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to the authorities, 20. And they brought them to the magistrates and said, these men being Jews exceedingly trouble our city and they teach customs which are not lawful for us being Romans to receive or observe. Then the multitude rose up together against them and the magistrates tore off their clothes and and commanded them to be beaten with rods and when they had laid many stripes on them they threw them into prison commanding the jailer to keep them securely having received such a charge he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks but at midnight Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were opened. All the doors were opened and everyone's chains were loosed and the keeper of the prison awaking from sleep and seeing the prison doors open, supposing the prisoners had fled, drew his sword and was about to kill 
kill himself but Paul called with a loud voice saying do yourself no harm for we are all here then he called for a light ran in fell down trembling before Paul and Silas and he brought them out and said sirs what must I do to be saved so they said believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved you and your household then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to the whole to all who were in his house and he took them the, the same hour of the night and washed their stripes and immediately he and all his family were baptized now when they had brought them into his house he set food before them and he rejoiced having believed in God with all his household somebody say amen for the reading of the word you may be seated today in the presence of God so here we see that Paul and Silas were beaten and they were thrown into prison uh, for casting out a demon out of a young girl. Uh, but they were not thrown into prison uh, where they were just in a normal prison. They were, they were fastened. Their feet uh, were chained. It was impossible then for them to escape. They were confined confined that's what prison is prison is a solitary confinement a prison is a place of restricted movement yeah when you're in prison you can't move freely as you would want to move it's a place of confinement and a place of captivity if you agree say amen uh, prisoners are walled in they are locked down they are limited they are stagnant they are under the control of others prison is a place of low estate where people are humiliated people lose their dignity they're stripped of their status their titles their crowns and their glory and just as there are physical prisons there are also spiritual and psychological prisons anybody know what i'm talking about spiritual prison then can be described as movement without motion mm, or stagnancy that's what a spiritual prison looks like it's it's possible to be imprisoned by depression it's possible to be imprisoned by sickness. It's possible to be imprisoned by shame. It's possible to be imprisoned by guilt or by barrenness. It's possible to be imprisoned by failure or addictions. It's possible to be imprisoned by sin. Hmm. In the Bible, the man who was lame for 38 years and the woman who had the issue of blood for 12 years, they were imprisoned. They were imprisoned by their condition. They could not move freely amongst everybody else or like everybody else. They were imprisoned until they met Jesus. I wonder if there's anybody watching online or anybody in this house uh, that knows how you were imprisoned uh, until you met Jesus. Anybody in the house met Jesus? Well, that at least, that at least uh, needed an amen. Anybody in the house met Jesus? 
Amen. Uh, listen, in Isaiah chapter 14, uh, Satan's character, I want you to catch this. Uh, the enemy's character is described as one who does not open uh, the prison doors even after you've served your term. Your enemy seeks to keep you enslaved. Even after you have served your term in Genesis 15, God said that Israel would spend 400 years in captivity. 400, catch that, in captivity and then they would be released with great substance. But the Bible teaches us that they were in captivity for 430 years. Yeah, until God uh, had to step in uh, and use a heavy hand to release them uh, and break the power of Satan over their life. Uh, your enemy uh, seeks to keep you confined uh, and imprisoned and restricted uh, so that you can't live the way uh, that God has designed for you to live. Uh, but how many people know that the devil is a liar? He's a liar. Listen, I've learned. I want you to catch this. I've learned that the devil, the enemy, may have enough power to challenge your word. But he does not have enough power to change your word. So he will challenge your word and challenge your assignments and challenge who you are and who God has called you to be. But he can't change one thing about who God has called you to be. And you are about to get out of a prison, out of a confinement. You're about to be revived in the purpose of who you are. And if you're glad about it, say amen. Amen. So you don't have have to accept sickness you don't have to accept poverty you don't have to accept uh, addictions you don't have to accept failure or any kind of prisoner because Jesus has won the victory Jesus uh, has won the victory over every prisoner by his death, burial, and resurrection. Uh, Jesus actually says, uh, he quotes the Old Testament uh, in the Gospel of Luke. He says that the Spirit of the Lord uh, is upon me. Why? Uh, because he has anointed me uh, to preach good news uh, to the poor. Uh, he has sent me to announce release to the captives. Hallelujah. Even the babies are crying out. Jesus said, my assignment is that you be free. My assignment is that you be free to be everything that God has designed, everything that God has called you to be. And since the fall of man, the mission and the mandate of God Almighty is to set prisoners free. This is the essence of the entire gospel of Jesus Christ. I know today that many of us have turned it into other things, but the essence of the gospel of Jesus Christ uh, is to set prisoners free uh, and so uh, if you're coming to church uh, and you're not free uh, something's wrong with that uh, if you know Jesus uh, and you're not free uh, something's wrong with that because the essence of the gospel is not great preaching or great singing 
or large auditoriums filled with thousands of people. I know that COVID has taught us that lesson. That the essence of the gospel is freedom. The message of the gospel is that you can be free. You who, who's watching me right now online, whatever prison you are in, the essence of the good news is that you can. You can be free. I, I can be free. Somebody touch yourself and say, I can be free. I can be free. Freedom is a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful thing. You see, because when people are bound, they are they cease to function to their highest and their best use. People who are incarcerated, their personalities and their behaviors become so distorted and so twisted and changed. They become what we term as institutionalized. Institutionalized institutionalized come on pastor get your words together they're so institutionalized that their behaviors their character their personality everything uh, that they were designed to be uh, uh, has adapted uh, to being bound and once they come out it's difficult for them to adapt uh, or to assimilate uh, to a normal environment because uh, they have substituted uh, that which is normal for that which is abnormal i'm saying something today they've switched what is normal for that which is abnormal and even when they get out they don't feel comfortable with freedom because uh, catch this they have become accustomed to being bound there are many today that have become accustomed to being bound just used to the abuse just used to failing Accustomed to the addiction, accustomed to sickness. Their, their personality uh, and their character has adapted uh, to that which is enslaving them. Uh, they have become accustomed uh, to being bound. But listen, uh, everyone and everything is blessed when you are free. Because when you are free, uh, you have the ability to free others. If you talk to those uh, that have loved ones that are in jail or incarcerated, uh, the loved ones go through just as much, if not more, than what their loved one that's incarcerated is going through. Because when you are bound, uh, it affects those that are around you. Yeah, when you're not free, your environment is not free. And so it's important that you be free. If the believer is not free, the world can't be free. If you're not delivered, how can the world be delivered? Oh my God, if I'm not set free, how can the world, my community, be set free? If I'm restricted in who God called and designed me to be, then where is the hope for the world? And so it's imperative that we be revived. But this revival is not about jumping. It's not about shaking. It's not about an organ. It's not about singing. It's about freedom. And I want if there's anybody that longs to be free may not be a popular message but if we're talking about revival pastor 
We're talking about freedom. Freedom. What a wonderful thing to be free from sin and of Christ within to be made a joint heir. Oh, y'all don't know about that. With Jesus, my Lord, what a wonderful thing. God wants you to be free. 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 I'm going to say it until you catch it. He wants you to be free. God doesn't want you to sing. He wants you to be free. God doesn't want you to preach. He wants you to be free. What's the use in singing and you're bound? What's the use in preaching and you're bound? There's a world out there that needs you to be free. You got neighbors, you got loved ones that need you to be free. And so the word of the Lord is come out of your prison. Come out of your confinement. Uh, it's amazing how accustomed we can become to things that are not natural. It's amazing how we can become accustomed to things that are not normal. We get accustomed to abuse and poverty and sickness till we start to make excuses. And if you're not careful, you will stay in these horrific and these deplorable situations and you will accept them as normal to the point that your behavior, your personality, your disposition, and your attitude is now adapted to a situation that is despicable, that is deplorable and degrading. This is not the will of God for your life. This is not the plan of God for your life. Uh, you may even come to church uh, and hear words of inspiration uh, to motivate you to change. Uh, but I want you to listen to this. Uh, but when wrong has become normal, uh, it becomes difficult to liberate yourself. Uh, you begin to imprison uh, yourself mentally uh, and convince yourself uh, that this is how it's supposed to be. And so what we have now is people come out to church uh, and they love the music and they love the singing uh, and they love the preaching but they go home unchanged. Oh it's quiet in here. It's quiet in here. I hope I'm not offending you. We're talking about revival. We got people that are into the hype. Uh, but there's no change. Because we have become accustomed to being bound. We got people that don't believe that they can be free from their lifestyles. We got believers that don't believe that they can be delivered. Making excuses for how they are. Uh oh, I'm in trouble. Jesus knows all about my struggles. He will, he will guide until the day is done. God knows my heart. God wants you to be free. Is there anybody that believes in freedom in this house? Is there anybody that believes that you can be free today? That before you leave this house, uh, you can be free. That before you come offline, uh, you can be free. Is there anybody that believes in the power of God's word to free you, uh, to set you free, and to liberate you uh, from any prison that your enemy has put you in? You can be free. And it's critical that you become free. If I lock you up, 
you will resist for a while. You'll resist and you'll push against it. But if you stay in that locked up position, please somebody hear what I'm telling you. If I lock you up, immediately you're going to scream and you're going you're gonna to panic. But the longer you stay in that locked up position, one day you stop screaming about it. One day you stop praying about it. One day you stop fasting about it. You look at it, it's not so bad. It's not so bad in here. It's not so bad being an addict. It's not so bad being a fornicator. It's not so bad being a liar. It's not so bad. It's just who I am. Oh, it's quiet. It's just who I am. You stay in that locked up situation long enough. After a while, you will adapt to your environment and accept it. Even when freedom is presented to you, you will resist freedom because bondage has become normal. We need a revival. We need a revival. There are some folk that have been in prison. Uh, and if justice had had, their, uh, had its way, uh, there are some people uh, that wouldn't be here today uh, if justice uh, had had its way. Uh, but somehow God uh, reached down uh, and freed you. Uh, I'm looking for at least two people that remember uh, that God lifted you out uh, of a miry clay. Uh, I wonder if there's anybody uh, in this room uh, that used to be on drugs. Uh, oh just look straight ahead you don't have to say nothing uh, anybody that was involved uh, in an immoral lifestyle uh, you wanted to get out but you couldn't get out uh, but one day he told us uh, as you were calling on the name of the Lord uh, something switched and turned uh, in your life and God set uh, you free uh, is there anybody that remembers when the blood found you uh, is there anybody uh, that remembers when the name of the Lord found you and liberated you and set you set you free set you free God made a way out of no way and so you're just glad to be here today listen pastor I'm just glad to be here today I don't even need to preach I'm just glad to be free I'm just glad to be free yeah I might have some scars but I'm free I may have gone through some trouble in my life but I'm free I might not be driving the car that I want to drive, but guess what? I'm free. Might not be living in the house that I want to live in, but I'm free. You might be rich, but I'm free. You might be good looking, but I'm free. You might have hair. But I'm free. I'm free. I've been set free by the grace of God. Is there anybody that can give God a shout for freedom? Yeah. Yeah. I'm free. I'm free. Freedom is a wonderful thing. Anybody in this room free? Anybody online watching me uh, that is free and if you're not free today, uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ uh, is that he came to set 
the prisoners free. Freedom is a wonderful thing. And I declare to you, I'm nearly through, that there is a new day dawning. There's a new day dawning, I believe. And I'm not a prophet. I, I, I don't claim to be a prophet. I'm a believer. Y'all can keep your titles. I'm a believer. I love Jesus. But I believe that this season that we are in is teaching us how to live free. It's teaching us that less is more. It's teaching us how to make and keep the main thing the main thing. Because we've become bound by our titles. Uh oh, We've become bound by what we do. We've become bound uh, by our assignment, but we're not free. But I believe that this pandemic is teaching the believers uh, how to be free. And so I declare to you that there is a new day dawning, that there is a revival coming. Yes, yes, revival is upon us. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, the long light, long night uh, is about to be over. We know the scripture weeping may endure for a night, uh, but joy comes uh, in the morning. Your morning is coming. Your morning uh, is coming and there is a new day dawning for me. Somebody touch yourself and say, there is a new day dawning for me. Uh, can somebody who's online say it? Touch yourself uh, and say there is a new day uh, dawning for me there's a new season and it's coming for me it's coming for me but 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 hold up wait a minute learn this you cannot have a new day without a night in between how do you get to a new day? You got to go through a night. You cannot receive joy if you refuse to go through the night season. Uh, yes, you can't get to the other side uh, unless you go. Uh, when you get ready to go uh, from uh, one day uh, to another day. Uh, when you get ready to transition uh, from where you are to where you want to be. Uh, you can't get there unless you go through the night. Oh, it's quiet in here can't get there unless you go through the night. What am I saying to you uh, on this road to freedom? Uh, as we enter into revival, uh, there will be night experiences, uh, dark moments, uh, transitional moments. Uh, because every time uh, you enter a day, you've just come through a night. Anybody knows what it's like to come through a night? Uh, and listen, all of us have had dark uh, nighttime uh, experiences. Uh, 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 real opportunities. Uh, that's what they are. They are opportunities uh, for a new dimension of praise. The night season uh, is not for you to become depressed. Uh, it's for you to praise God. Uh, it's for you to bless God. Ah, uh, uh, There's a powerful praise uh, and a liberating praise uh, when you're in a night season of your life. Uh, I don't know about you, but I know about being in a night season. Uh, yeah, anybody can praise God in the day. 
anybody can praise God when it's light. Anybody can praise God when you can see your way. But can you praise in the night? Can you praise when it's dark? Can you praise when you can't see what's going to happen next? That's when your praise becomes powerful. And I wonder if anybody has a nighttime praise in this house today. I know we're still in the daylight, but has anybody got a nighttime praise? Anybody know how to praise God when it's dark? Anybody know how to praise God when you can't see your way through? Anybody got a nighttime praise in this room? Can you praise in the in-between? Can you still bless God in the in-between transitional stages of your life how do i handle a nighttime experience how how you see praise is way more than an obligation to god praise is also your weapon of warfare praise is what you use to get from here to there that's what your praise does. It takes you through seasons of distress. It takes you through dark moments and dark situations in your life. And I've learned that I can praise God in any situation. I can praise him when it's daytime. And I can praise him when it's nighttime. I can praise him even when I'm confined. Even when I'm restricted. I can praise God. Paul and Silas say, you may confine me, but you cannot restrict my praise. You may confine my situations and my circumstances, but you can't confine my prayer and my praise. There's nothing you can do to stop me from calling on the name of the Lord. There's nothing that you can do to stop me from praising my way through. The Bible says weeping endures for a night, but joy comes in the morning. How does joy come in the morning? It's because I praise through the night. It's because I prayed through the night. I'm hearing that y'all are going to be having a time of prayer this coming Thursday. I hope that everybody comes out and calls out on the name of the Lord. Because the only way that you're going to get to a new day is you got to pray your way through it. You got to praise your way through it. Anybody getting ready to pray through some situations? Anybody getting ready to praise through some situations? Some dark moments, some thick situations, some hurt moments uh, some unjust situations in your life as I close today I want you to stand to your feet the good preacher will tell you that God inhabits the praises of his people can I tell you what God does not inhabit he doesn't inhabit your complaints inhabits your praise he does not inhabit your gossip 
He inhabits your praise. He doesn't inhabit your grumbling. He inhabits your praise. When you begin to praise God, you become attractive. You become attractive to God. When you praise God, you get God's attention because people who praise are attractive. How many people want to be around somebody who's cantankerous? You go look that up. You may not find it in the dictionary, but how many people want to be around people who are miserable? No, 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 no. God don't want to be around miserable people. God is attracted to praises. Because like you and I, God loves words of affirmation. Uh, Yeah, yeah, if you want God to move. If you want God to move on your behalf, uh, stop giving him your complaints and give him your praise. Stop giving him your grumble and give him your praise. The Bible says at midnight, Paul and Silas were locked in jail and they were in jail because they were doing God's will. They were doing what God had called them to do. They weren't in jail because they had done something immoral or illegal. They were in jail because they were on assignment. They were going through this because of their testimony and witness for Jesus. They had every right to come plain pastor but they didn't complain they didn't grumble they began to pray and they began to praise they began to pray and they began to praise they began to pray and they began to praise and the more you pray and the more you praise and the more you pray and the more you praise when it gets darker just pray and praise it's a dynamic duel just pray and praise the Bible says there was an earthquake I prophesied to you that as you pray and praise not only this week but as you continue to do that everything is about to shake loose because somebody received that today everything is about to shake loose but you gotta you got to switch your verbiage. You got to switch your words. You got you to you change, change it up. Switch up how you have been dealing with God and with life. I know it's unfair. I know it hurts. I know you did not deserve it. But pray and praise. Pray and praise. The Bible says that there was an earthquake. I don't want you to catch this. The King James says all the doors were open. I I don't know if you're going to get excited on this, but I'm going to get excited. Because what I'm telling you is that what you went through is not for nothing. (laughs) Oh, I could shout on that. What you went through is not for nothing. Everything that you endured and everything you faced uh, was not for nothing. The Bible says uh, that as they continued to pray and praise, uh, there was an earthquake and all the doors were opened. Catch that. Not just Paul and Silas's door. Every person uh, that was connected to them, every 
every person that just happened to be in their vicinity listen you need to go to work and tell your co-worker just because I work with you you're about to be free tell your neighbor the fact that I live next door to you you're about to be free because I'm in prayer and praise and if I praise God and if I pray to God he's not gonna only open my door but he's gonna open every door what the world needs now is for believers to pray and praise and I want you in this room and those that are watching online I want you to give God a 60 second praise come and open up your mouth I can't hear you I can't hear you you're at home I want you to lift your hands I'm through I'm out of time I want you to open up your mouth and begin to praise God praise him come on come on more more praise more praise more praise more praise more praise more praise praise him till you're free tell him he's wonderful tell him he's worthy tell him God I praise you God I love you you're the wheel in the middle of a wheel you're a way maker you're my strength when I have no strength you're my light and my salvation you're the strength of my life I will not be afraid I will not be afraid but I praise you Lord with every breath that I take I will praise you Lord it's a promise I make I praise you I worship you I've never stopped talking to you Jesus I've never stopped calling on your name because I found out that the name of the Lord it is a strong tower the righteous run into it and they are saved I found out that the name of Jesus will take me through every night season I found out that the name of Jesus will turn my morning into dancing I found out that the name of Jesus will exchange the spirit of heaviness for the garment of praise I'm about to be free I'm about to be free if you're about to be free give God your best praise give him your best praise I'm through give him your best praise give him your best praise and as you praise him your relatives are going to be free as you praise him your uncle your auntie as you bless him somebody's about to get up off of drugs somebody's about to be healed as you praise him this praise is critical this praise is necessary you can't do nothing about the night season but just look at it as a transition you can't do nothing about how dark it is but what you can do is pray and praise because if you make it through this night 
your joy your joy is coming anybody see their joy coming look like I can see the breaking of day God bless you today God bless you today just give him a wave offering hallelujah glory to God we thank you Jesus